Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brad Gebhardt here for the Big MX Radio Podcast. Just wanted to do a quick message before we get to the interview with none other than John Short. We've had him on the podcast a number of times, and uh, why not have him on again? The guy's had himself a up-and-down season so far on the East Coast, head, heading over to Daytona this weekend aboard his Honda. And I uh, just wanted to like take you guys through uh, just quickly talk a little bit about uh, how the, the podcast has been progressing over the last little while and some of the things that we want to do in the future. Obviously, we've been doing uh, the race reviews with Dave Drakes. Those are awesome, and uh, I, I really enjoyed ch- chatting with him, having him on the show, and uh, looking to maybe broaden that out into uh, some more rolling guests, and uh, as well as uh, coupling those with some interviews to toss uh, straight in the middle. Um, so if you guys have any requests whatsoever of who you'd like to hear on the Big MX Radio podcast, whether it be a, a photographer or an athlete or a mechanic or an industry person, uh, if you think I can get them on the podcast, send me a request at uh, bradgephart88 at gmail.com, or you can follow me on Instagram and send me a direct message on either at BigMXRadio or at bradgebhart 88 Just check me out and uh, and see if we can connect. I really love to talk chat with you guys. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. I always love having John on. He's a great interview. He's uh, just good people. And I really enjoy having him on the show. So uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy this podcast with John Short. And uh, thank you for listening. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. 100% 100% hemp-based CBD, zero THC in that CBD product, and you can get it at medterracbd.com. Enter discount code BIGMXRADIO15 upon checkout, and you will receive 15% off your order, as well as uh, Sickwix, sickwix.com, S-I-C-W-I-C-K-S.com is where you can get all of your soy-based wax candles they're unreal they have wax melts and they uh, definitely uh set the mood in the garage the living room or the bedroom just don't tell me about it on the line i'm your host brad gephardt but with uh, with us on the line he is a repeat offender this is his third time on the big mx radio podcast and that's probably far too less than we really need to have this guy on he's a great interview he's a great ambassador of the sport and he happens to also be a fly racing athlete uh which is we're always a huge fan of that John Short. John, how's it going? Oh, not bad. Happy to be back on the show. Just enjoying my evening here in Denton, Texas. There we go. Uh, East Coast Supercross is uh, in full swing. We've seen you on multiple colors so far. We've seen you in multiple main events. Tell me a little bit about the the prepare uh, your your preparation leading into the season, and uh, I guess your 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 uh, change of colors, and then uh, sort of how uh, the first few rounds have gone for you. No, uh, I, I I remained pretty healthy all off season. So uh, myself and Blake Wharton and Grant Harlan, there's a good group of us. We had a great off season riding Supercross, Motocross, and. Uh, uh, plan was to race 250 east coast had a few um bike issues and uh my dealer that helps me out maxim honda yamaha also sells hondas so um we had some issues with the yamaha um that we couldn't get fixed in time so we just hopped over to the red bike and um just been trying to adapt and build every weekend 
trying to get better and I don't know I like the Honda so everything's everything's good so far absolutely we've seen you change colors a number of times over uh, over the years we've seen you on red we've seen you on blue and handy that your uh, your most trusted dealer happens to, to sell both um, tell me a little bit about getting used to the Honda obviously uh, a great platform Honda is one of the biggest motorcycle manufacturers in the world they obviously make a very reliable and, uh, and a, a good uh, base package, but uh, getting up to the speeds that you guys are are going and asking as much as you guys are when it comes to uh, um, just like making your way around a supercross track. What has the transition been like for you, going from one Japanese OEM to another? Uh, you know, it hasn't hasn't been too tough. Um, I rode Hondas from like 2010 to 13, so I'm familiar with just that Honda feel. But um, after Minneapolis. Um, where, where I didn't get to race, um, I switched over to the Honda. We got them built, and and Thursday night before Dallas Supercross, I rode the bike about 15 minutes, and then rode press day and raced. Um, my initial impression was, man, the bike's just really comfortable to ride. So uh, it wasn't too too tough, but you know, once the track gets kind of rough and um, you know a little more technical, that's where I kind of notice I'm still adapting to the bike, but it's been a pretty smooth transition. I, I really love the Honda, the chassis, the turning. Um, I think it's just going to get better and better as we go on. It's a definitely a really good turning motorcycle. That's probably its best attribute. For sure. And, uh, and, and having a, a stable mate, like, uh, uh, or at least a, a training partner, like Blake Wharton, he probably was able to help you uh, shake that thing down a little bit. Uh, once you had, uh, uh, the bike in race trim and, uh, trying to put, push the limits a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool. I, I live close to Blake, so, you know, we pretty much do all our gym together with our trainer. We do all our, our riding during the week, and, you know, we exchange, you know, hey, where are you running your forks, what gearing you're running, you know, clickers, any feedback like that that could benefit either of us. We're uh, we're open, just trying to help each other, so it's pretty cool. Fair enough. So what is it like just absolutely burying Blake in the gym on a weekly basis? Because uh, if I know John Shore, it's because he's a he's just a like a stud athlete, and not to discredit uh, Blake whatsoever, but never known for his uh, athletic prowess in the gym, with, uh, uh, so to speak. Uh, do you just put the boots to him, or or does he surprise you some night? Well, what I've what I've learned is uh, uh, Blake's Blake says you know it's pretty handy on a dirt bike, so I try and uh, take my shots at him when I can. Uh, yes, I, I I got I got to beat him somewhere, so I try and get him in the gym. Um, but he he surprises me sometimes. He's pretty he's pretty strong with his upper body, you know, bench press all that stuff. But um, no, you got to you got to take every opportunity you can to beat the guy because he's good on a dirt bike. So that he is. Uh, just curious, because you know I'm in the gym uh, on a basically daily basis. I have to actually remind myself to take a day off here and there to let the body recoup. What is it you guys are racking up for uh, a bench press? Say uh, your typical three sets of ten, or like, what, what? What is it you got? Like, what's a professional motocross racer expect from himself on the bench press? Oh, uh, we do variations. Um, I, I don't know. We don't do anything too crazy. We're not maybe maybe 25s or, or 35s on on a straight bar bench uh we don't do that too often but we, we do a lot of uh dumbbell stuff you know okay so okay. single arm that kind of exercise we don't Fair get enough. too crazy on the too heavy weight 
So, you, like, uh, no chance uh, either one of you guys are giving the 80s a ride for uh, a few sets of 10 uh, anytime soon? <laughs> well, Blake Blake had to show us the other day that he's stronger than he lets on because uh, he was saying now he could lift the 90s, and me and my our trainer, Bo, was like, oh, no way, you know, because he's always down there in the 40s. So we think we he's been holding back on us a little bit. Fair enough, fair he's enough. I'm pumped him out. Pumped out the 60s, I believe, for a couple reps. Fair enough. Boy. Well, uh, I'll have to come down for, for a workout with you boys, just put you all to shame, okay. of course. On two wheels, don't even like, don't even look my direction because the, the skills straight up aren't there. But uh, um, you're a guy who has shown to, uh, to really have a great mastery of figuring out a track rather quickly, getting all the jumps down, and being able to uh, maybe not put down those absolutely liquid-fast heater laps in qualifying, but once the gate drops, you're a racer. You're, you're a good starter. You're very good at uh, picking your way through the field. If you don't get a good start, why is that? Why do you find yourself so adept to uh, finding your way through the pack and, and just putting yourself in a great position on race day. Uh, I think that's one of the, the kind of a, a kind of a helpful tidbit that a lot of uh, uh, fantasy players have found while, while picking you throughout the, the years with fantasy motocross is that um, it, the qualifying time is not always there, especially not in uh, like not to say you're not quick outdoors, but like outdoors uh, sometimes in qualifying, like what's what's John doing? And then all of a sudden uh, you pull a, like a 15th out of your, uh, out of your butt in the uh, in the main events. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think as you know, when, when you line up behind a gate, everything kind of changes. You you quit thinking so much about uh, all the little things, and you just go out there and ride and perform and and kind of turn your brain off. So I think that's uh, really that's what I attribute that to. Is fair enough. Like I said, I, I'm more of a racer than a practicer. I've kind of always been that way, I guess, but. I want to be a better practicer because that's going to put me at a better gate pick, a better start for the heat race, and, and so on and so on. So I'm working on being a good practicer right now. That's my goal. That's Fair super enough. cross anyways. Um, that being said, uh, what are some of the types of things that you work on uh, on, a, on a weekly basis to, to get that one-lap speed up, that, uh, that sprint speed? Where can, uh, like, Half seconds, milliseconds been be made up. Obviously, uh, one of the, the things that I find uh, is probably one of the most uh, underrated things that a lot of the fastest guys do is that they're they're really racing between the obstacles. They're not just like landing off of the triple and then coasting into the corner. They're landing off the triple and racing to that corner and 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 charging their way back out. That those small little uh, incremental differences can turn up to be uh, seconds at the end of a lap time, or at least half seconds uh, at the end of a lap time. Where have you found uh, the ability to uh, kind of shave off some time here in 2019? Well, you're, you're 100% right. It's uh, it's not that – very rarely is it that somebody's hitting a quad or a triple jump. It's everybody's doing the same rhythms, the same lines. It's uh, carrying – getting off your brakes, carrying that much – that little bit of more momentum through the corners, getting the throttle open to the stop and charging through the obstacles, staying lower – and, um, I mean, to me that, that's what it is. I, I trying to get off my brakes for one, getting off the clutch and, and charging all my obstacles and making sure my throttles are the stop if I'm not in the air. So, um, obviously I haven't quite mastered that, but that's <laughs> what's in my mind during a practice day, you know, where can I be faster that those kinds of things, just charging track. 
So uh, does does John Short have uh, bad habits, or uh, I, I guess all all pro pro racers, all racers in general, have bad habits? If so, uh, what are yours, and how do you go about uh, rectifying them? Are are there any ones from uh, from years ago that sort of creep back in uh, when you're like you sort of uh, forget about it a little bit? Yeah, I think right right now my the biggest thing that I'm trying to quit doing so much of is riding riding my back brake into the corners and the bowl corners is it, it, getting my foot back on the peg so I don't have that option and 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 not abusing the clutch. I, I noticed those two things really kind of hinder me in my corners, especially on a supercross track. Just because like like you were saying, it's all a matter of tents here and there and I actually kind of figured that out because I uh, went to a race and my front brake went out and I was amazed at how much faster I was riding just because I couldn't actually slow down. So Fair enough. I was like, man, I need to quit using these things. Somehow, sometimes these down. things work out. Um, yeah. Take me through the, uh, the East-West shootout. Uh, for a guy like yourself – pretty in tough because obviously everybody's there. Um, it's, it's a, it's a weekend where uh, literally everyone comes to play and, uh, you get, you got a ton of factory guys. In fact, um, you could almost make up the entire, uh, main event with just factory based riders. And, uh, it, it makes it very difficult, not only in qualifying, but also, uh, in the, you're basically the heat race is a, a full blown main event. Uh, how do you approach that? Is there added pressure or is there added excitement in the fact that, uh, if you are able to make the main, then, uh, you can make up some serious points on those who did not make it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, definitely, a little bit more stressful just because you know there's there's more more riders out there filling the gate that are factory riders but also you know i think my expectations are really high um even if they're higher than they should be but i i i i feel like with my speed and qualifying in some sessions previously in the year that on a on a good start a good race i could potentially make the east west shootout um which i didn't but um, no, it's definitely a, a tough event. It's a, you're not going to, if you don't ride your potential, you're not going to make that main event. And uh, if you do make it, that's a good feeling because you just raced the best 250 riders there are, period. Yeah. And made the main, so. Hey, Big MX listeners. Thanks for listening to this episode. Check out these commercials, support our sponsors. We'll be right back to the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, Big MX listeners. Let's talk a little bit about Sick Wicks Candles. Sickwix is the small business that you may not have heard of so far, and that's why they're on the show right now. That's why we need to get you informed. Soy-based candles are phenomenal. They're not made with the same harmful chemicals that a paraffin wax candle are made from, and the scents are unbelievable. You need to check these out. The Morning Moto smells like coffee. The Privateer smells like beer, as it should. All these awesome candles, you got to check them out. They're motocross, dedicated and uh, they, they, they burn nice and clean. They got that wood wick that sounds awesome. And it pops and crackles just like a real fire. And uh, it's going to make your garage smell better. It's going to make your living room smell better. And if you take them into the bedroom, don't tell me about it, but enjoy it. You're going to love these candles. And you can find them at sickwicks.com. Head there right now. Enjoy them. And you're going to love them. Absolutely. Check them out. Only recently have the health benefits of CBD products been acknowledged by the masses. CBD is every bit as powerful as it is misunderstood. In the past, 
we've known so little about a vital system that exists in every single one of us. Medterra CBD products promote wellness and overall improved health so that you can be your very best each day. A passionate and dedicated staff have developed an impressive lineup of CBD products which help as a sleep aid, an anti-inflammatory, and for pain relief. Why choose Medterra CBD? Medterra CBD products are of the highest quality, purity tests are done extremely frequently, and their responsive and dedicated customer care team will guide you through your CBD journey. For more information or to browse Medterra CBD's products, please visit www.medterracbd.com. Medterra CBD, our CBD, your health. Since 1979, Maxima USA has changed lubrication. Industry-leading products have equated to hundreds of championships wherever quality lubricants are needed. Maxima has built a reputation for great quality by earning lifelong customers one at a time. Customers who trust in the complete lineup of products from Maxima USA. From our flagship Castor 927 mixing oil to our famous SC1, and the full array of market-leading products. Maxima has what you need on the track and in the garage. Maxima racing oils are proudly made in the USA. For more information, visit www.maximausa.com. Big MX listeners, Supercross season is coming, and that means the return of the collective experience. Nobody brings you closer. Nobody gives you an exclusive experience where you are part of a privateer's racing program throughout the day. I'm talking pre-race strategy, filming practice sessions, talking about the racetrack, meeting the riders, getting cool swag, getting to hang out with guys like Dave Drakes, getting to hang out with guys like me at the track. It's an awesome program, and the money goes right back to the privateers. You're actually supporting their racing program, and you get a really cool experience. Check it out, Google. The Collective Experience... First thing that pops up, you can check out their intern program. You can check out all that fun stuff. You guys need to get on this program. Check it out. You can like Collective EX, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, the Collective XP is their uh, website, I believe. Check them out. The Collective Experience. Dave Drake's over there. Great friend of mine, and he wants you guys to be part of this program. Check it out. Can't wait to see you there. The Collective Experience. A proud sponsor of the Big MX Radio Podcast. What's up, Big MX Radio listeners? I can't thank you enough for listening to this episode of the Big MX Radio podcast. It means so much to me that you guys would take time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Hopefully you're entertained. Hopefully you guys find some information that you didn't already get from another podcast. And uh, if you guys have any requests whatsoever on content you'd like to see on the Big MX Radio podcast, please send me either a direct message on Instagram. If you're not already following, I hope you do. It's bradgebhardt88 on Instagram. And you can also find me via email, bradgebhardt88 at gmail.com. Hit me up in the DMs. And uh, thank you again for listening to these uh, really important commercials. Uh, We do our best to uh, plug our sponsors. And I hope that you guys support our sponsors like Medterra CBD as well as uh, Maxima Racing Oils and uh, Fly Racing is coming on soon and uh, really looking forward to that. So thanks again for listening to the Big MX Radio podcast. Garrett, Dale, all all my good friends that are listening, I really appreciate you guys uh, making the time to listen to the podcast and uh, thanks again and uh, let's get back to the show. 
For sure. Like, you know, it, uh, it, some of the other guys that are in the LCQ with you this past weekend, Cameron McAdoo, oh, no big deal. Jordan Bailey uh, is a, a rookie on a, on a, a factory contract. Uh, Kyle Cunningham, who I believe is top five, the 250 Supercross. Uh, Jay Stowen, who's won countless Supercross or Arena Cross races. Um, Justin Starling, who I believe uh, prior to that was somewhere in the top 12 in points on the West Coast. Uh, Jimmy Dakotas, who I believe has a podium this week, this year. And uh, yeah, a, a host of other athletes uh, who have, are all extremely accomplished in their own right. And you're right in there mixed up with them. Um, like rolling into that, uh, that LCQ, although uh, the odds stacked against you, um, what was your approach? Well, for me, I, I had a terrible gate pick. One, uh, I set myself up with that, with a bad heat race. But um, for me, all those guys, there's all those names, whatever. It, for me, it's like if I know my speed, I know that if I go get a good start, uh, you know, top three start, there's no reason I can't make that main. Um, so I didn't get that start, but I try not to look at every single fast guy in that race. I just try and focus on myself and get out of the gate the best I can and, and just race forward. But um, unfortunately, it didn't happen this weekend. But uh, we've got Daytona this weekend. So, yeah, uh, Daytona, a completely different monster, uh, totally different track than uh, than pretty much anyone, any of the other Supercross races, although more Supercross-ish than it was, uh, say, 15 years ago when uh, – and 15 and 20 and almost 30 years ago when the track really made its name of being this gnarly Supercross that's just uh, totally different. Uh, it obviously has a – it's bottomless. It doesn't have – you're going to have some crazy bumps and crazy ruts, something that you've definitely dealt with in the, in the past. Um, like what does John Short need to do this weekend to make sure that, uh, he not only makes into the main, but, uh, puts up a, a season's best. Yeah, I think, uh, it goes back to good starts. Like I, like I've said, with, with the field as deep as it is, you've got to start in front of those guys. It's hard to pass them, but, um, I'm really looking forward to Daytona because I think that's kind of more my style of track, a little right. rougher more outdoorsy but uh you know i did look at the track map it looks like they really kind of uh amped it up this year and uh looks like it's got quite a few rhythm lanes and stuff so i'm anxious to see uh how it shapes up yeah i haven't i raced daytona the past two years and i haven't seen it that uh that jumpy so uh, it'll it'll be interesting absolutely but no good 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 starts are uh man that's my goal every weekend a good qualifying and a good start and i think everything else kind of falls into play Fair enough. So, like, when when John Short walks the track uh, Saturday morning, uh, what are some of the things that you look for that kind of get a, get you excited? That, that okay, this is a track for me, or I, oh, I'm going to struggle here. Like, I got to, I'm going to have this will be a spot where I need to figure this out, um, or this is a section that really plays into my strengths. What are like, how does that sort of process work for you? And uh, um, who who do you usually walk the track with that uh, helps you kind of dissect things? Uh, you know, I normally walk the track with like either either Wharton uh, or, or Ben Lemay, my uh, my teammate, the guy fits fits with me. Um, right. Those two guys have a lot of knowledge, so I kind of like to. Those guys have been around a long time. I kind of like to bounce their idea, bounce ideas off them, and kind of see uh, what they think, how the track's going to shape up. But um, man, it's kind of tough. I I really don't have a good feel for the track until I go out there and ride it because you know you walk it and you always think oh this is going to be a triple triple and it always kind of kind of ends up different as the race lines form but um 
big, big, nice open corner, you know, 180 corners, big whoop sections. I think those are the kind of things that when I see in a track, I'm like, oh, all right, you know, because I'm confident in the whoops, I'm confident in my turns, and uh, so that's the 90s, not so much. I like the 180, big 180 bowl corners and all that, get, get the ruts, all that stuff, so. Fair enough, and whole, not a whole lot of passing in those 90-degree corners, of which I believe there are a, a grand total of pretty much zero, other than, I guess, the first corner uh, in Daytona, so that's a, a, that'll be a, a plus for you, lots of bull berms that you can get into, and mostly those those uh, crafty inside lines will just get blown out a lot, that's always fun to uh, look forward to for you guys, not, but uh, what uh, what's the jersey situation like for you right now, uh, uh John, how, how many uh, how many extra jerseys do you have laying around uh, at the at the compound? Oh, I've got a couple. I could I could probably uh, get get one mustered up if uh, if you guys wanted to do a giveaway or something like that. Uh, I'm thinking because I, I have last year's jersey and I love it and it's it's yeah. on my wall here at the in the studio. Uh, I I think that uh, it would probably be wise of me to uh, to complete the collection by getting this year's jersey as well even if it happens to have yamaha logos on it um would would be fine but i I would love to uh to also get one for uh for a listener so um what what say if we if uh we have like the um of the first 10 people to direct message me upon uh, the release when I when I put this on my story, first ten people entered, and uh, we'll pull a name, and whoever that is, you, we'll, we'll put out a post, and we'll uh, we'll announce who wins a John Short signed jersey, uh, and and you can uh, sort of uh, where do you think that this particular jersey was was worn by? Is it going to be a practice jersey? Is it a race jersey? What are you thinking? Uh, for sure, race jersey. I think that's what uh, that would be more cool for for a fan. Okay. Okay. I no, love that's fine with me. I think that's awesome. I like giving stuff away and uh, kind of trying to increase the fan base and yes. pump everybody up. Fair enough. So here, here's how you enter. Then um, all you have to do when I when uh, this is for the listeners here. Uh, when I put out the post yeah. on my social media at Big MX Radio at Big Brad Gephardt eighty eight, uh, repost that story post in your story and all you got to do is you also got to follow John Short and uh, I'll match those up see who enters and uh, we'll pull a name from those on on uh, Friday of this week and we'll figure out uh, who uh, who's who you're sending a jersey to uh, sometime next week sound good I like it I think it's awesome let's do it killer awesome uh, so Daytona's coming up this weekend. Is there anything you're doing extra special to sort of prepare for a different racetrack like like Daytona, or is it just go a little bit softer with the clickers and uh, and and you, like you said, it's a pretty jumpy looking track, so uh, full full blown Supercross. Yeah, I think tomorrow and Thursday, I'm not uh, I'm not riding any press on Friday or anything. So tomorrow and Thursday, I'm just going to go ride uh, probably out at either Game Moto and Shawnee or Underground MX. And okay. uh, just ride the motocross track let, on a rough motocross track with stiff supercross suspension and kind of get used to how everything works and kicks and, you know, get used to the bike being out of control a little bit. So Fair that's kind of my game plan. I like it. Because it's uh, supercross suspension on a rough track, uh, you know, it could get a little, little, get a little out of control sometimes. So we're going to get used to it. 
Awesome, my friend. Well, I'll let you get on with the rest of your evening. I'm sure you, uh, you like you said, prior to getting on the on the air here, you had just gotten home from uh, from a long day's working and riding. So uh, you get uh, get some, some dinner in you, get cleaned up for the day, and uh, I really appreciate the, uh, you coming on and giving us some time this evening. It's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, before I let you go, I know you got a very impressive list of sponsors that's always growing. Uh, who are those people that you'd like to thank? Yeah, I've got a great group of great group of supporters in my corner. Um, I'd really like to thank Jason at Maxim Honda Yamaha and the, and the Kaysen family at Gainesville Sheet Metal, the McWhorter family, um, A. Arico, Mark Airy, the the Lap King app. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Go check it out. Yeah, um, it's social racing. It's pretty sweet. Uh, Vince and JC, um, they've come up with something super cool. I think everybody's gonna like. So go download the app at iTunes and check it out and. Obviously, TPJ Racing, DSC Construction, and Exclusive Customs, um, which is a truck shop here in my local city. So um, just thanks to all those guys for making this season happen. Of course, all my other sponsors, you know, Fly Racing and, and et cetera. The list goes on and on. So thank you guys very much. And thanks for having me on the show again. Absolutely. You'll, you'll be a, a repeat offender. I think maybe we get, get you and Blake on together before the season's out. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in Daytona this weekend, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again before the season the season draws to a close, or maybe when you head out, out outdoors. Uh, John Short here on the Big MX Radio Podcast. Thanks, thanks again for the time. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Radio Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Maxima USA, proven under the toughest conditions. The Collective Experience. Access your dreams at thecollectivexp.com. Sickwick's Candles, soy candles and wax melts for moto fans like you. Medterra CBD. Our CBD, your health. Find out more at medterracbd.com.